everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is July 21st, 2022. Dave, it happened again tonight. It's my favorite. I, I cannot tell you enough how much I love this when it happens. Yeah. And end of the day, run over, grab a sandwich, yeah. and I'm looking at social media. And obviously, you can imagine, especially in this town, there's a whole lot of talk, a whole lot of debate about Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis, what could you do to get him, right? It's great. It's hot stove talk. Yeah, I love it. And I, I love it all, and I love all the different perspectives, whether you agree with it or not. But to me, it's just kind of fun to look at. So one of my favorite guys is John Conniff from Mad Friars, who, other than the fact he loves texting me at about 4.30 in the morning, <laughs> forgetting that he's on DC time. But John had texted me this morning and said, hey, I'm just telling you, a lot of the buzz that we're hearing is that the Nationals want to attach Corbin in the deal yeah. for Soto. Now, to me, I agree with what Ken Rosenthal said. We talked about it the other night, that it wouldn't make any sense in the return that you would get. However, if the focal point for Mike Rizzo and the Nationals is, look, we just want that money off the books, and who gives a shit if we lose uh, – a prospect or two, so so be it, right? Yeah. So I get it. I have no idea what the Nationals' point of view is. So I'm at lunch or at dinner tonight, and I see that Matt Fryers has a thread talking about Soto and, and what John and I had gone back and forth about this morning, talking about Corbin. So I go to look, you know, because I like reading the whole thread and, and yeah. seeing everybody's perspective, and some you agree with, some you don't. And I get to a certain tweet in the middle, and it says, uh, these tweets are protected by the author. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Well, so you click on it. You're blocked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look, and I, honest to God, Dave, I don't have any idea who this person is. Yeah. I've never seen them. I don't follow them. Does it give you the name? Yeah. Okay. And you don't know who the person is, but you're blocked. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I get that all the time, but I thought it's just because people get tired of my shit. But you, but, different. But here, here's the thing that I thought of for any of you that, yeah. that choose to do that. That's fine. I find it incredibly entertaining, but I hate to take the pin to your balloon. There's a rumor going around that I might be, Dave might be a little bit opinionated. <laughs> There's another rumor going around that we've been able to do a few things in our lives. Some of it good, some of it not so good, whatever the case may be. None of it was impacted by you. <laughs> so if you think I give a fuck who you are or what you think, and if it you know makes your little woolly dick hard to hit, go the fuck ahead. <laughs> but I, I, like, I was like, I should name these guys. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, they don't have a forum. Yeah. No reason to do that. But I just laughed and laughed and laughed. I'm like, I don't know who you are. There's never been a point where I got to the fork in the road and I was like, what would this shithead do? <laughs> but you got to the point where you're like, well, <sighs> yeah, I got to hit block. I got to hit block on a guy who doesn't yeah. follow me. Yeah. Has no, until tonight. Yeah. It really, whatever you added to Conniff's thread, because there's a different, I have a work uh, Twitter. Yeah. I went and looked at it, well, he made a boring fucking point anyways. <laughs> no wonder I didn't follow this asshole. 
so funny. Dude, I get those a lot, but I know I get them a lot because of the the whole Padre game, which some people understand, which I love the fact that people understand what, what though, it goes right? on. Yeah, it's like, not a, care. It's not a big yeah, oh, I hundred percent don't don't care. I've actually tried to to calm it down a little bit more this year because when the Padres are doing well, we had that dumb bet a couple years ago where I oh, bet yeah. the Padres would lose a certain amount of games. It was really a bad baseball season for me yeah. because I'm rooting against them nonstop and I'm watching all nah, the games. I kind of think you do anyways. No, here, yeah. no, it's not true. It's uh, First of all, as I said, my son's a fan. You're a fan. We're friends with Mud and Don. It, you don't want to see your friends go to work every day and struggle. You know, so you want to see them win. I always felt bad for Mud all those years he had to work with Enberg and all the shitty seasons he had where you're Mark going to Neely. work every day and Mark Neely, any of those guys where you go, things are finally going in the right direction. And it wasn't fun going through a whole season of watching every game yeah. and hoping they lose. It wasn't the local team. But what goes on now with some major superstars, which, you know, years ago, you would never guess the Padres would have a guy like a Machado or a Tatis. I mean, yeah. it is very unusual right now. So when you talk about everything about acquiring Soto and even the talk last year with Scherzer, it got super exciting, yeah, right? You're going, holy shit, you know, can you make a run? What could possibly happen? This is a fun time of year. If you're a baseball fan, or you're a sports fan, this is this is great. And I don't care if your team's one of the shittier teams out there. You want to yeah. know, hey, are we going to, you know, possibly help the process go a little bit faster by getting whatever we might have by getting rid of someone that someone might think's an all-star to help our our system and help our pitching staff in the future, whatever it is. But overall, with uh, with the pods right now, it's an exciting time. You're ten games out. The offense stinks. I mean, straight out, I was thinking about it. How many times, Jeff, if like they play the Mets tomorrow to start mm-hmm. a series in New York. If you went lineup for lineup, position by position, not counting pitchers, Manny's the only guy that wins a position. Yeah. And it's like that on almost every team they face. And that goes for the Rockies, too, because the Rockies are shitty. But guess what? Position by position, the Rockies have a better everyday lineup. For the most part, yeah. They do. I, it, it, I mean, yeah. honestly, name the last team the Padres faced that you said, hey, guess what? We we win this one, you know, five to four. Well, I went out and watched the Rockies. I remember looking at their everyday lineup going, there's not a whole lot here. Better not than, a whole lot. It's not what it used to be. Better than Grisham, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Who is it? <laughs> well, that's my point. Better yeah. than Hosmer. You got, you, got, oh, fuck, yeah. you got an all-star first base, at least with Colorado. You got Chris Bryant. You have some guys that you would. Fuck, Chris Bryant hasn't been in the lineup. One time against San Diego, Jeez. either for his back or paternity and, leave. <laughs> and they face the Rockies when they yeah. come back from this, this trip East Coast. Yeah. And you're going, fuck, man, how many times are you going to face the guy dang Rockies? And I think, think the yeah. series is a five-game series. Yeah. A lot of the guys are awash. I mean. But it's, it's the team behind you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You should be one of those teams if you think you have a chance to contend for a World Series like we talked about the other day. Yeah. I asked you, is this a World Series team? You said no. No, it is not a World Series team right now. You need help out there. Now, we threw out the Tatis Soto deal. Now, look, Tatis has the no trade deal. It's not going to be that wouldn't be the trade. I got it. But here's the deal. What can you possibly offer for a guy like Soto? Do you think, honestly, and and separating yourself, do the Padres have enough to offer for Soto? I said to you walking in the other night, I go, I have to think any deal starts with Cronenworth. And you're like, no, no, no. No, it's not true at all. I said I would trade Cronenworth right now. You said there's no interest in Cronenworth. Oh, I said there's no interest from teams from Cronenworth. I'm saying if I'm the Padres, I try, try and trade Cronenworth. I think yeah, no. Abrams, you make him your second baseman, and Tatis is your shortstop, and let's move forward. Dave, I, I think where I'm at is I'm so... Cronenworth sucks, dude. I'm done with Cronenworth. He shouldn't have been on the all-star team. He embarrassed himself, struck out twice, and got run over by, by a ground ball. 
I got knocked to the ground. Hey, a big bitch made the last out. You're By the f- way, the guy that was pitching his ass off for the fucking Guardians, Gonsolin, no, no, Class A or whatever. Fuck his name is. Guy struck out all three guys in ten pitches. Yeah. Former Padre AJ said he sucks. Dude. Cut him loose. Another guy. Yeah, there've been enough of those. <laughs> but my point is, the second baseman in the National League aren't great. They're just it's not a bunch to choose from. But Cronenworth, dude, is not an all star. He knows he's not a fucking all star. Look at those numbers. 241, less than 10 home runs. Come on. No, his home runs are up. What's his home run number? Dude, it's, it's less. I think he has, I'm guessing nine. I don't oh. know. Put my goddamn headphones on. I can't check hear shit. Out. Yeah, I'm, good. I'm, I'll check it out. Look at it. Right. RBIs are close. I mean, oh, out of the gate, terrible. He sucks dick. Whoa. He sucks. You hate every. That's why I don't, I don't hate every Padre. I'm telling you, he do. sucks. Dude, he's 28 years old. He sucks. It's time yeah, to move on. He was 30. Who do you who'd rather have? You want Abrams or do you want Cronenworth? Honestly, Dave, I'm so disillusioned with this whole team because I, I, I look at them all right now, and honestly, I get it. It's early for C.J. Abrams. Every one of these guys on this team outside of Machado feels like he's just a guy. Nine home runs for Cronenworth. Right on the money. How 241. Many, how many RBIs? 49. There's 60-something games, 62 games left. Yeah, he'll get 130 home runs. Watch, you'll eat those words. We're 66 games left. No, he won't. Well. On base dumb. percentage, 335. Tony Gwynn's laughing at him. Everybody's laughing. No, I... <laughs> Everybody's laughing. Don't throw these war numbers at me. War is the most overrated stat going. No one can figure out it. I, I don't know yeah. one person that can explain war to me and how it makes any sense. Now, I look, I have no idea what the Nationals want. I, I don't have any idea what they want to get rid of. I have no... Listen, the other thing nobody knows is how deep in the wallet is Pete Seidler willing to go. That's right. Because if he's willing to go dollar for dollar with the Dodgers, then give us Corbin and give us Soto. But I don't know. I mean, we're used to Jeff Morad. And a lot of us got used to that being the mindset, even with John Moore's. Yeah. That we are a small market, and Pete Seidler has blown that up. But a lot of us have such an extensive history of thinking of us as a small to mid-market team. But they haven't, they haven't tipped their hand. Yeah. Look, this is what Conniff said to me, full credit to John. And if I, I hope I'm not talking out of school. But for baseball fans, not named Dave Pallet, John said, I could see them going after an Ian Happ. Okay. Right? That'd be fine. All-star. I'd be fine with that. Now, the problem is, from a baseball sense, I don't know what it costs you to get them. Right? Yeah. For the Cubs. I don't know what they're gonna, what Jed Hoyer is gonna ask for in return, um, but I think Dave, right now, one of the things that works against AJ, and I, I heard a guy that called into coach yesterday, and I was ready to blow this guy up, and I go, holy shit, this might be the one guy that was the smart caller to coach's show, and he said, I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said. In his opinion, he felt like A.J. constantly goes for the home run. Constantly goes for the home run. And he said, you know, you hit a couple of doubles and you can still win. And the point being, why would you give up everything to get Soto, respecting how great a player he is, but knowing you may have limitations on your farm system and your ability to resign him, et cetera, even for two and a half years, when you might be able to keep a lot of the pieces – in your farm system in place and go get a guy like Ian Happ using John's guy that would be the first guy to tell you I'm not one Soto. 
but a huge upgrade in center over Grisham. Yes. And all of a sudden has it. But I think, tell me if I'm wrong, Preller has kind of gone out and spoiled the fan base a little bit, spoiled all of you like a bunch of kids, right? And got you your bird scooter in Manny Machado and got you your PS5 in Darvish and Snell. That it's pretty tough, I think, to go backwards after going out and getting the flashy names. Made a big run at Scherzer last year. But who'd you end up with? Marisnik and Adam Frazier? <laughs> Who put you over the cap? <laughs> yeah, crazy. Got you in the luxury tax. Yeah, I just think that it's not like it used to be. We're four yeah. or five years Daniel ago. Daniel Hudson. God, right? Yeah. Where if you go out, not Hudson or, or Marisnik, but... I like the Ian Happ move. If they got Ian Happ, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. I'd, if, be, I'd be fine with that. A couple of Ian years Happ. ago, you look at it, but I think everybody in this town... Yeah. Okay. Not everybody, but a lot of people in this town think they're going to get Soto, and I'm like, I don't know. So let's say you sit there and you go, okay, we're going to grab Happ, and we're also going to grab Wilson Contreras. Ian? Yeah, really. And I saw this the other day, and I, I wish I would have marked down who said it. I know what you're going to say. I saw it on social media. And the guy on social media wrote, I, I don't know why you would give up a lot to get Contreras right now when the bigger need is you need bridge guys. And, and again, full credit to the guy that was on Coach's show who said it yesterday. He said, you've got these pitchers, starting with Darvish and, and Musgrove, that are getting you six or seven every night, and you don't have anybody that can pitch the seventh and eighth. And... Taking that guy's point, almost in the way, Dave, that the Braves went out and got the outfielders yeah, last year. Three and made brand it. new outfielders, yep. yeah. Shit, man, this team may look a lot different if you went out and got an Im- two or three impact guys that could be bridge guys for that seventh and eighth inning. Obviously, you need another bat. But for Contreras right now, I don't know that that's your number one pressing need. It sure be nice to have. It was interesting with the Contreras part when Musgrove was heard on the microphone of the All-Star game. This might be not be the last time we do this. Like, like he's been told the deal's coming. I mean, why would you say that to somebody? Yeah, I don't know. You know? I'm glad to hear the apparently the extension for Musgrove's coming. That's what they say. The extension for Musgrove is coming. Now, who, who's Musgrove's agent? Do you know? It can't be Boris. No. Because Boris would never let a guy go 60-plus games away from free agency and have him sign a deal. Not like he's pitching Yeah, up. Yeah, now, and it's, it will be interesting to see how this goes. I mean, the talk is it could happen before, you know, like Sunday Night Baseball. Yep. From what people said locally. So it would be a big national That'd story on the Sunday Night game. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and for Padre fans, that'd be great. That'd because be you want to know. That's the one you need. That's the, that is, that's the, that's the guy. That's the one you need, yeah. So you go, okay, which guys possibly are, are you moving and who do you have to move? Now, you yeah. talk about the Cubs getting Ian, Ian or the, uh, the Padres getting Ian Happ. The Cubs have a thing in their minor league system right now. They're, they're top single-A team. Those three outfielders are supposed to be superstars. Like they have, they're bringing them all up together. You know what I mean? Okay. And these guys' numbers are insane. Like on-base percentage of 500. They're all hitting over 350. They have crazy yeah. power numbers. They have three of them. So the chance of them asking for Robert Hassel, probably not likely. That's not one of the guys they would ask yeah. for. So you wonder, well, what direction would they would they possibly go? I imagine that the first guy they're asking for is Abrams. Yeah, Abrams and Gore. You're, you're, like and so, and, and I don't think you have pitching. to give, give Gore pitching, up. Yeah, right? but I imagine they are asking for one of those guys. And maybe you would get Hap straight up for, for Abrams. Would you, would you keep uh, Capasano? Could be a guy because they're going to need catching, everybody, just like you said. Everybody so goes. Would you, would you do this? Would you grab Hap and, would you, and say, okay, Abrams, goodbye? 
and go, Cronenworth is our guy because he's only, what do you say, 28 years old? Mm-hmm. 28 years old. So would you be fine with that? You got your center fielder and your, your second base one solidified. Again, you want to look and see, like, what the contract is. Is he going to be here for a while? Is he a walkaway guy? You know, I don't, I don't know enough on that. Um, I mean, in Hap Talk the other day before the All-Star game, it wasn't that long ago he got sent down. Yep. Right? Yep. So, yeah, you want to see it. Uh, Dave, at this point, I, I will say this, man. Callers on talk radio this week have been pretty good. And a guy said, maybe it was Steve said it, or a caller said, but you know what happens when you get rid of your top four prospects? Four new guys move into that role. Of course. And if this was three, four years ago, when you were 20 games out and it really didn't matter and guys were asking for Tatis or somebody else, yeah. Trey Turner, uh, you would have been like, no, it doesn't make any sense to trade these guys right now. But considering how quickly the window's closing, I mean, and, and look, I think the other thing that we don't always talk about is the pressure from inside the room. Machado wants you to go get yeah. Juan Soto. Of course he right? does. Yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah. And, and you're under a little pressure to, to go. And we've said it. Again, I don't know if it's anything to be concerned about. Maybe it isn't. But knowing that Machado can opt out after next year, like you, you want your, your players to feel like you're making every effort, right? I agree with that. Just so you know, Ian Happ's contract, all right, six and a half million or six point eight million this year, uh, arbitration eligible next year, free agent in twenty twenty four. All right, not bad. No. Yeah. yeah. Then I don't know if I'd go that Abrams. Sounds like, but that I'd, sounds like an AJ deal. We have a little bit of control. Yeah. Yeah. Play center. Yeah. Perfect. Go get a guy like that. How many but Dave, what's his What's his numbers for Ian Happ? Um, I'll tell you right now. Let me look that up. But here's the deal. Again, I understand it's the Cubs, and they don't have a ton of All-Stars, but he was an All-Star the other day. Yeah. You know? And maybe he's not what the Cubs thought he was going to be because it seems like we've been hearing about Ian Happ forever, right, since he was drafted, that Ian Happ, and, and boy, this guy's a star, and he's the best athlete in the organization. You've heard this stuff for for him forever. Ian Happ on the year is – Nine home runs, hitting 274, 42 runs. Almost the same numbers. Well, higher batting average, but close to the same numbers as Cronenworth. A little bit better. Uh, yeah, RBI's down. Though, yeah. So, yeah, switch hitter. I don't know. I don't know that that, I don't know that, that so. moves. Honestly, I don't know yeah. that that moves the needle and for he's, you. And he's, uh, he's an outfielder, second baseman, third baseman. I'll throw a guy out there for you, all right, that's going to be eligible, all right? Uh-huh. From the Reds, third baseman, second baseman, outfielder. Sound, sounds familiar. Fuck. Okay. He's hitting, I'll just throw the numbers before I can throw the name. 279, 18 home runs, 868 OPS. All those numbers are really good, right? Not Moustakas. It's Brandon Drury. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Because I was like, Moustakas yeah. is no, horrible. shit. No, but Brandon Drury right there is a guy that there's a lot of rumors that the Dodgers might chase, another guy. But when you look at his numbers, playing in Cincinnati, yeah. and he going in a shitty lineup, the guy's put up some pretty good numbers. Yeah. I mean, honestly, those numbers are better than any outfielder you have. Yeah, you need a guy, like, Hap, to me, you need a guy who's got some pop, right? You need a little home run. That's what this team needs. You need a guy that can hit the ball out. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, Do so they does, trade any of those starting pitchers? Is Snell gone? Oh, I'd move him instantly. Okay, right? but do you think that AJ moves them? Do you think AJ moves any of those guys? Goddamn, Dave. You're, you're 10 games out. Like, I don't know. Like, what? 
there are times, and, and I do give our friends that do the shows credit because they're often quick to point it out. Like, the other team needs something back in return, of too. Of course. Like, you're not just going to be able to move Grisham and Myers for Soto. Yeah, no one's taken Myers. And Myers, if you noticed, if you've seen any of those highlights in the minor leagues, dude, he can't run. His knee's all fucked up. Uh, he looks terrible. Even when he hits home runs, he looks like he's a limp. I thought he was going to be down there for like two days. Dude, he looks still there, right? He, yeah, he doesn't look good. He does. He doesn't look healthy. God, what a waste! <laughs> Absolute waste. What a waste! That's what you got for Trey Turner. That's that's disappointing. Fifty-two and forty-two. The team is ten games out. At ten games out. Okay. Do you feel like yep. they have a chance to still win the division, or do you think right now they're just playing uh, to stay in the uh, wild card? How how can you honestly say where they are tonight is that they're ready to go? Their bullpen is a huge concern. The punch, lack of punch, right? You get Fernando back. What's Fernando going to be like swinging the bat? By the way, what's the update on that? They've got a little radio silent on that. Yeah. Is he, could he be back as soon as when's, when's when August they come 1st? back to play? Oh, well, what about when they come back to play the Rockets? Weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of people were thinking the latest would be July 25th is when he was coming back. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. And so, it's in a few days. Yes. It's, it's Monday. A, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So they go. The, the team they play on Monday is Detroit. Then they come back on, um, on the 29th, and they play Minnesota for three games. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, does he come back on the 29th and play play against the Twins? And then you got the Rockies, you got the Dodgers, you got the Giants. I mean, now you're in August. Don't you feel like August feels more like it? Yeah, yes. As you said, radio silent a second ago. That seems absolutely right. I mean, we'll find out what's going on when they're in New York, and I'm sure if he's taking batting practice with the rest of the guys and he's hitting with the rest of the guys, is he not doing any rehab down in the minors, or is he one of those guys that's – because a lot of those vets get to choose what they want to do. Yeah. Uh, Where are they – are you looking at the schedule Yes, I am. Where are they that August, right around the deadline there? The deadline's the second – so one, Rocky, two, at home against the Rockies. Dude, can you imagine that, Dave, on, let's say, I think it's Friday night the 3rd. Is that right? Um, Wednesday's the 3rd. Okay. Wednesday's uh, the 3rd. They have a doubleheader on the 2nd against the Rockies. So could you imagine, and then where are they, 4, 5, 6? 4, 5, 6, Rockies again on Thursday. Um, the 5th, which is a Friday, is the Dodgers at Dodger Stadium. Shit. At Dodger Stadium on August 6th. Damn, I was going to say... That would be really great if that Dodgers series happened to be here. Yeah. But whatever. The night of the third, um, and I feel like there's some kind of pretty cool giveaway that night, too. I feel like it's the beanie night. Or not the beanie. The I think that's the hoodie night. Okay. Could be wrong, but I feel like that's what they're giving away. Could you imagine on that night the energy in the crowd if Tatis is back in the lineup and that's your first night with Juan Soto? Yeah, oh, that would be something else. Right? Here's what's co- crazy, too. You're speaking of uh, the Nationals. They play at Washington the 12th through the 14th. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, can you imagine that was Soto going back to Washington that soon? Yeah. And then they have uh, Washington here from uh, the 18th through the 21st. Everyone keeps talking about how tough the schedule is for the pods down the stretch. It, didn't, it doesn't seem crazy, but then when you, you sit and you look at some of them and you go, and Seattle all of a sudden is a good team, right? Yeah. And Seattle's on the schedule. And you have St. Louis. It ends really weird where they have all home games from September 27th through October 5th. Nice. But they're against three against the Dodgers, three against the White Sox, and three against the Giants to wrap up the season. Man. 
Yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. Are you going to the Twins game when they come when they come back? I'll be uh, in Atlanta. Oh, City. that's right. You're gonna miss it. But I'm gonna try to go see him uh, when they play the Angels. Okay, the Twins game on Saturday is uh, a Fox National game. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, so I want they, to see a minute of it. They have a <laughs> they have a couple national games coming up, including Sunday at New York. They play the Twins nationally on that Saturday, and they play the Dodgers on August seventh on the Sunday night game. Pretty cool. Yep. Um, no, hey, by the way, if anybody's coming out to Comic Con this weekend. I've never been out there, but I'll be there Sunday. I'll be at the Upper Deck booth. So It's if your you're first out, time going? First time. Oh, I'm fired cool. up to go. That's cool. Like, it was funny. I was in these meetings with uh, our entertainment department, and I didn't know anything. Yeah. Like, they're talking about all these different things. None of it's in my wheelhouse, but it was like, it's so fun. So I just wanted to mention, hey, if you're, if you're out or you're taking your kids out, I think our team is like, I don't even know why we're bringing him. <laughs> you got to know anything. But he's not a bad guy, so we'll let him hang out a little bit. Yeah, I think I'm honestly just there to hang out. Um, but, yeah, come on by Comic-Con. If you're out there Sunday, I'll be out there from, uh, I think it opens at 9. We're out there a little earlier. Do you have but a pass to go to walk around anywhere? Like, can you, do you have to stay where you work, or can you, once you get done, can you... Can you walk around and see different things? Yeah, the the problem is I've got an early flight to Atlantic City the next day, and with traffic and everything there, I'm getting the hell out pretty much right when I'm done. But I would think, having done these shows, usually Sunday mid-afternoon, things are starting to break down. Yeah. Like, tonight's the night. Tomorrow and Saturday will be a lot of fun, like the Rocks in town. Do you have any interest in Comic-Con? No, I, I would go if I had a pass, but it's not one of those I've even tried to ever get a pass. I always told our bosses, and they never listened. I'm like, we should be down there in the middle of this thing just doing a radio yeah. show because it's visibility. It's the number one thing going on in this town, and we should show people, even if we don't know a lot about comics or gaming or any of that world going on, so what? Like, I, I was telling um, my buddies at work because they were like, oh, you're going to Comic-Con. And I was saying, my wife, when we were dating, she loved Harry Potter. Yeah. Have you ever seen a minute Never. of Harry Potter? I haven't either. Have you ever read the books? Nope. I haven't either. But she loved them. And as the books were coming out, it's like old school. Remember when Madden would come out and, and GameStop yeah. would do those midnight releases yeah. and you could go? Really fun. Well, they would do the same thing for Harry Potter. And I think she was going to law school. So I would go, and I remember one year it was Barnes & Noble. One year it was like Target or Walmart. And I would go so that when she woke up in the morning, she had the book. Yeah. And I remember going and lining up. And Dave, everybody was in costume. And they had these wands and the glasses, right? Yeah. And they're all talking in this jargon. <laughs> I didn't know anything. I'm just standing there kind of taking it all in. And they would say, hey, so are you excited? And I would explain. Honestly, I don't know anything about it. My girlfriend's got to get up early, so I'm out getting the book for it. And they were so welcoming. Oh, my gosh, it's great. Like, oh, you should read it. What do you do? And they were just so nice, such a fun group. That's why I say my approach is for Comic-Con. I've never done it. It's not anything that I know anything about. My one buddy is coming down from L.A. He's super excited. He got a passport. But, yeah, even, even knowing that I've got a long week ahead, long day travel, and then, shit, like 17-hour days for the rest of the week, um, like I'm excited to go out there. Yeah. Go outside and check it out. you have any idea what a pass even goes for? 
No. Yeah. I don't. I'm curious to know what they charge. No. And so I didn't, like, I could have gone out. My kids are flying to Cabo on Saturday. Yeah. So I could have done, I really could have done Saturday and Sunday. But Dave, there's people in house that really like it. And I just felt like it'd be a jerk move to take that opportunity away from them. So Sunday, I'll be out there from eight to two, just hanging out, not signing anything. Oh, you aren't? No. Asshole. I know. I like Costa. Ozzy Osbourne's going to be at Comic-Con tomorrow. The Rock. Yeah. All these different people, man. It's great, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm all for it. Whatever, whatever your your deal is, it's fine. Absolutely. I just like in in. I don't know that they do. They do entertainment tonight anymore. Do they do Access Hollywood no, or any I, of those I have, shows? I have no idea. I haven't seen one of those shows in forever. I imagine they're still going on. Kevin Frazier. Yeah, Billy Bush. <laughs> I don't think Billy Bush has worked in a while. Ah, uh, it's too bad. But I, I liked it when all those shows yeah. were down here. It's like when we would watch Sports Center for the Super Bowl. Or the All-Star game. Yeah. And San Diego was kind of the center of attention. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yep. Oh, my God. That's funny that you just said talking about football. Because right now, obviously, with the All-Star break and not a lot going on in sports the last couple of days, they've started putting their attention more towards football. You know, the mm-hmm. NFL and everything and some big contracts, Kyler Murray and all the other bullshit that's going on. But what I did last year, as far as as a football fan, that I swear I think is the best advice I could give to anybody that loves to see what's going on in Sports Center or Fox or any of those. If you flip the TV on and it's Dallas Cowboy Talk, change the channel immediately. Yeah. Don't waste your time. Your life's too important. Too much important. bullshit. And I flip on this morning. I forgot they're going to NFL already. And question is, is Michael Parsons more valuable than Dak Prescott? And Jeez. then I just like, I'm out. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing this shit anymore. I fell, I fell for this for years and years. And I'm like, I'm out. And yeah. you put a thing out the other day about the Raiders getting going. And all of a sudden yeah. you have, you know, Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams and Derek Carr and, and the Josh Raiders. Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. And you're going, how exciting is is all this? And who's even if you're a Raider fan, who's the new announcer of the Raiders? Right. And, who's that going to be? And, and all this stuff that's going on. And you're going, wait a second. They're still picked to finish last in their division. That's how crazy the AFC West is, where the group of quarterbacks is absolutely yeah. amazing. And I'm like, dude, why would I waste my time with the fucking Dallas Cowboys? And yeah. that's 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 what I did last year. This year, man, same thing. I, I think one of the fascinating stories that's coming out is the Deshaun Watson yeah. threatening to sue the NFL if he's suspended at all. Wow. Go ahead, dickhead. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Imagine the Browns. They signed Josh Rosen today. Yeah. Oh, there you go. They brought in A.J. McCarron, who hadn't thrown yeah. a pass since 2019. <laughs> and, uh, man. Yeah. I, Dave, I tell you, I have... I have football fever so bad. I'm in a I'm in a meeting on a conference call yesterday because at my job we put out CFL cards. Yeah. And I said, I'm I'm adopting a CFL team this year. I'm going in, right? Yeah. So I text a friend and I said, I'm becoming an Argonauts fan. She goes, Why? I said, Because I've never had a CFL team. And I said, you know, I, I don't really follow the Raptors. Yeah. But I like cheering for the Leafs. Yeah. A lot of my friends are Leafs fans. I enjoy Blue Jay games. I've been lucky enough to go to a few of those. I like watching the Blue Jays play. And I go, I'm going to start watching CFL because they're all on ESPN+. Plus. I'm home at night all the time. And I go, I'm, I'm going to start following the Argonauts. She goes, why wouldn't you follow Hamilton, the Hammer? And I go, why would I? She's like, you were there. We were there in the stadium. We went for the for the outdoor hockey game. Yeah. She's like, we were in the stadium. 
And I go, you know what? God damn it. That's right. So guess what I did yesterday? What'd you do? Paid uh, oh, Christ. 85 bucks. And it'll be here when I get home. You got a hoodie? Yeah, I got a, <laughs> I got a zip fleece. I'm all in. Now I find out. So I was telling a friend of mine, I go, yeah, I'm all in. Now I find out. I think my tiger cats are two and five, but they got a kid from San Diego State. Oh, is that right? A defensive back. Oh, my God. I think God. they're two and five, and I think the Args are five and one. So she, she's pushed me onto the wrong team. But um, I got to look, Dave. There's a guy from San Diego State on my team. Do you want me to get you a Tiger Cat shirt? No, 100%. Oh, no, okay. that's okay. I wasn't <laughs> How much CFL have you ever watched? Dude, none. I've never seen one full game in my life. I've only seen highlights of guys like Doug Flutie and Warren Moon. I've never yeah. seen anything. I know. That's right. Yeah. But I've been to the... Um, I've been there. Okay, active roster, Dave. Let's see. Do you remember Aztec players? Sometimes. Okay, where's this guy? Hang on, I'm going to tell you right now. This kid went to... Let's see. Let's say his name. You'll remember. Uh, Cameron Kelly. Yes. Defensive back. Yes. Plays for Hamilton. Okay. Number 11. So, I'm all in. All in. All in. I, I, I'm not going to go crazy and say, I mean, yeah. I bought a jacket. If you join a, a fantasy football league, that'd be for all CFL? in. For CFL? Yeah, that'd we be all in. We went to a box break... Today, so we do this every year. I don't know. Take you a little behind the scenes. So when new products come out, and I, I would imagine baseball card, football card, do it, but we do it with hockey. And although today it was CFL, we always get a case before it hits. Yeah. We take it in a room. Everybody breaks open a box because you want to make sure the coalition's right. You want to make sure that the autographs are there, the patch cards are there. And so. A couple hours ago, right before I left, 4 o'clock, before I came down here, we did a case break for CFL. So I'm like, listen, any Hamilton cards? They're like, no. These are for us. <laughs> but they start breaking it, and Dave, they're, they're throwing out names like uh, Rod Murphy. Hey, that kid, Dynamite, defensive back. To, every guy in this room, except for me. Is that right? Knew the CFL roster. Oh, fuck. I was like, I got some work to do. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah. I was like, I didn't know anybody. What are the colors, dude, of the, of the team you're Black not following? Black and gold. Okay, that's not bad. Black and gold. They look old school. And the great thing is, Dave, when you go there, it's not Hamilton, as I was yeah. reminded yesterday. It's the hammer. Oh, my God, dude. Back the hammer or something. I don't even know what the catchphrase is for my team. But, yeah, I got a Hamilton Tiger Cat. Zip fleece. I'm fired up. They're playing right now. Oh, my God, dude. That, that's fucking nuts. And so, am I right on this? Are, there are a couple teams that share the same no, name. No, they fixed that. They did fix it good. Yeah, they fixed How did they that. decide who got to keep the name? I, listen, I'm new to the league, Dave. I can't, I can't answer these things. But that's how much I like football. Uh, not even like football, how much I love football, is I have adopted the Hamilton Tiger Cats. All right, here's some of the names I got to throw at you, all right, just because we're on it. Yeah. Okay. Tiger Cat's not a bad name. Yeah. Lion's not a bad name. If you played for the Alouettes, you okay with that? Montreal, right? Oh, Jesus, dude. I know. The Red Blacks, Argonauts. No idea. Rough Riders, Elks, yeah. Blue Bombers. Somebody, I just saw, I think the, uh, I think I just saw the Rough Rider. Man, there, I will say this. It's Ottawa, Red Blacks. Is that right? Um, <laughs> That's what it says. Um, I can't, can't I'm probably going to get shit on Amazon now about CFL oh, gear right. because I just typed this in. You get it. Um, you're going to. Yeah, there it is, Dave. The, the Edmonton Elks. Zip fleece. 
the Hamilton logo like that. Go I ahead. looked like a coach on the sideline. Did you? I looked like a young Al Saunders. <laughs> Put a visor on, I'm ready to go. But that's how great football is, right? Yeah, oh, I'm looking forward to it too. I always do. Fired up for USC. Yep. This year with Lincoln Riley, the Tiger Cats, the Gutty Little Gophers, the Raiders. Be great. And then uh, Kevin O'Connell coaching the Vikes. Yes. No, I'm 100% in. I just find it fascinating that the AFC West, I was said to uh, Sean Waltreff, who's a charter season ticket holder, I go, man, how crazy is it that every team that comes to town from the AFC West has an outstanding quarterback? Yeah. You know, every single one of them, you just go, holy shit, man, there's, there's a great quarterback on every single team. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, and then I'm high very school excited. football. Helix football yeah. starts. Oh, yeah. You guys get going with that, too. August uh, 12th against Madison. Well, your kids, though, are in full practice, right? Your son is in full practice, correct? Yeah, right now. But he, um, so, hey, by the way, shout out to Joe the Barber. Okay. Our friend Joe the Barber reached out to me the other day on Monday. Yeah. He said, hey, um, I bought a spot for my son in the Keenan Allen football camp. Yeah. And unfortunately, my family came down with COVID. Would Jack like to go? And I said, that would be incredible. I go, let me send... Pizza and drinks over to your family. I'm sorry you're not feeling well. He yeah. goes, you don't even have to do it. I just want Jack to have fun. And so thanks to Joe the Barber, uh, Jack got to go to the Keenan Allen football camp. And uh, it was great. He said Keenan was cool as could be. That's awesome. And bailed halfway through. What are you talking about? He took off? That's what Jack thought. We had to get back to L.A. Did he leave or did he just pull the Irish goodbye and just disappear? You turned around and Keenan's gone. I, I don't know. <laughs> But, but I said to Jack, I said, how was he? He said, it was great. He said, the coaches were great. He said, Keenan was great. Made his way around, talked to everybody. And, uh, but I just wanted to say thank you to Joe the Barber uh, for doing that. Incredibly nice. But your kid's in, in full, Jack's in full Helix practice right now, right? Yeah, they were off today. And then I think uh, no practice tomorrow. And then Jack leaves for Cabo. How the fuck's he going to Cabo during football season? Dude, that's what I said to him. Dude, what Who the are hell? you? Well, what coach allows that shit? Uh, not me. I don't even let kids go to the dentist during baseball season. No. It's like you make all those fucking appointments fucking during the offseason. Yeah, that's what June's for. That's <laughs> Get a toothache in June. When If he doesn't start, you fucking blame your ex-wife. I will. This I've is all on you. This is horse shit. You make a commitment, you stay to it. Well, look, I don't know, man. Last time we checked, there were about 26 kids out at football practice. Okay. Now, hopefully that changes. They go back to school. Um... Shit, they're back in school two weeks from today. Yeah, they're already back at school over here in, in the saw. South Bay. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. So, man, the coaches at Helix, Dave, I, I just, I don't know what it's like at the other schools. I can't speak to that. I, I know I've met a few guys last year that were really nice to come over and say hi. Yeah. And honestly, I'll be the easiest guy to find at any Helix JV football game. I, I just go, I sit way over on the side by myself. I just like watching the game. I like cheering for the kids. I knew all the freshman coaches. I, I don't know a lot of the JV coaches, but they all seem like great guys. But I just I just like going, and I cheer for my son. I cheer for his buddies, and, and I have a great time. Good. I just enjoy it. But um, Do you know most of the kids on the team? No, some of them didn't come back. Some really? of them have transferred. Families have moved because the cost of living got too high. A couple of guys did what my son Cade did and moved to cross country and track. A couple of guys went to baseball. A couple of guys went to wrestling. Uh, it's just different things, yeah. man. And and like the guys that went to wrestling are kind of like my son Cade, where they're like, dude, we're 5'6", 111 pounds. <laughs> we are not matching up against Cathedral. All right, I got you. 
I can talk you out of that. Um, but I, I'm incredibly thankful because my son Jack, who's out there and playing, and I, I Jack, Dave, I have no idea yeah. if he plays two snaps or twenty. It doesn't matter. Um, super happy for him that he's having a blast, and uh, and he just said it's great. Coaches love it, and it's just really funny. I don't know if you went through this, but last year at the start, he was just. And you'll probably hear this, but he'll know I'm right. He wasn't really into it. He just kind of was, he broke his wrist and he was a little bit here. His head wasn't really into it. And I just said to him, I said, look, man, just don't quit. Because you quit and it'll haunt you for the rest of your life. And he stuck it out. He had a blast and something triggered in his head. And he absolutely loves it. And he's out there and he's busting his ass and he's strong as shit. Again, yeah. I don't know, Dave, if he plays one snap, if he plays 90 snaps, it doesn't matter. I'm super proud of him. And uh, and those coaches are great. You know, his, his mom doesn't know. His mom doesn't get it. Yeah. Well, if he's not playing every day, <laughs> you can't be that parent. You can't be. You don't. You got to understand, in my opinion, Dave, I'll ask you as a guy who yeah. coaches high school baseball. And my opinion, my opinion from this has been, and I've said this to every coach that he has, I was lucky enough to not only live my dream, but we were lucky enough to exceed the goals that we had set for us. So I don't feel like I have to live through Jack or Kate. So for me, what I feel like I'm able to do is look at it and see what he is getting out of it from an experience of being part of a team. Yeah. The part of owing something to his teammates, to his coaches, that commitment, and finding it that I believe will not only help him in school, but will help him as he goes on in life, no matter what he does. Yeah. And I think his football career, I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe he plays at Grossmont for a couple of years, right? Maybe he goes to Appalachian State. Maybe he goes to Alabama. Yeah. Who knows what happens, right? Crazier things have happened. Doesn't matter. He controls his fate. But for me, I'm thrilled that he's part of it. And I'm thrilled for Cade that he's part of the cross-country team because that, to me, is fascinating. Like, what do you do? He goes, God damn, we run to the top of the hill and back. But I go, you digging it? He goes, yeah, I'm digging it. I don't have any experience on that. So I'm just glad they're out being a part of it, making a commitment to their school, making a commitment to their teammates and their coaches and and doing the best they can and and having a blast. That's all I want them to do. Being part of a team is is important. I just think it's important in a lot of things in life. I just think it's in in your work work ideas. And you talk about working in teams and your job. And there's nothing like having success as a team. And and whether you're the star of that team or you're just one of those guys that's just part of the team. And people remember that guy was on my team. It's uh, it's it's important. I mean, my son who was looking for a job the last few years was going through you know one of the questions all the time. Yeah. What sports did you play? Yeah, people want to know. Have, have you worked with people in the past? Have you had yeah. a common goal? Have you were you able to achieve it? All that stuff's important. The the idea about not quitting is, is big. I hate when people quit. I always yeah. talk, try and talk kids out of, hey, I think I'm going to quit. And I said, well, can you wait uh, till the end of the season? Yeah, you know, because when you quit in the middle of a year, yeah, that that's a bad deal. But. You know, as coaches, you always want to put the best players on the field at the, at all the, at, at the time to win the game. Your job as a high school coach is to win, and that's why you're hired. If you lose a bunch and everyone says, but I had a great time and we got graham crackers and apple juice yeah. at the end, the school's going to say, fuck off. And you, yeah. uh, unfortunately, your kid goes to a school with a rich history. Yeah. And if those coaches started going to 0-11, yeah, guess they're what? Gone. They're gone. That's the way it yeah. works. There's different standards set at Helix High School than other schools. The other thing is, you should figure it out. It starts in Little League. There's politics in sports. But guess what? There's politics 
in a lot of jobs where you go to work, politics around, a lot of different things happen. Some of it on a much smaller scale. Dave, I'm sure you see it with other schools where it's on a much bigger scale. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. If your kid doesn't really give a shit, which it feels like 95% of them don't really give a shit, then why should you give a shit, right? And and to me, the other thing that I like the most, and I, I again, I can only speak about what I've seen at Helix, is it really takes uh, down the sense of entitlement. And boy, I tell you, right, all of us, no matter what you're doing in, in work or just day-to-day life, there's nothing that bugs you more than people that have that sense of entitlement that yeah. feel like they don't need to follow the rules. And I feel like if you're playing baseball at Benita Vista or Eastlake or Carlsbad, you're playing football, you're wrestling, you're running cross country. I don't know. I feel like it helps take that down because you realize you're only as good as your teammates. Yeah. And sometimes your teammates are studs and you might be as an active member, uh, but it, it can manage that. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm so happy he's having a blast. Good. Yeah. And I... I Does I he re- know what number he is yet? No, none of that's happened yet. Okay. But it, I swear to God, the guy's playing defense back, and I'm like, what number are you getting? I swear, I think he said to me the other day, and I think he was just trying to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> I was like, ah, I might go 25, I might go 27. I'm like, you know, Van McElroy was my favorite player. He yeah. wore 26. Oh, yeah. I, yeah it's like, shut up. Yeah. You know, just don't, don't patronize yeah. me, okay? Don't. Wear whatever you want. Where would he went both sides of 26 he did. to piss you I swear off. To God, he absolutely did. And he'll hear this because he listens to these. And I'm going to tell you, I wrote it in, <laughs> I wrote it in my journal. <laughs> Such a dick. Like, who does that? Like, oh, I don't know. 20, 24, 25, 27, 28. One of those. Oh, my Whatever. God. But he's pretty mellow. Yeah. Whatever they give him. He'll be happy with that. That is so fucking funny to me. Oh, my God. Hey, want to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams is your guy again to help you out with your finances. I see people even writing on Twitter nowadays who are saying, hey, I need help. Does anyone know anyone out there that can help me out? Well, look, we talk about it on this show all the time. Jeff and I have, have used Dan. I recommend the phone call all the time because it will help you out immediately. Dan's the guy to help you get out of debt. Dan will help you with your finances. What is your financial situation? Even if you think, sir, think things are going well, it is worth the phone call to Dan Williams. Again, his number is 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. I don't know why it's so funny, but there is... There's ongoing battles on social media between Dan and Gavin. Yeah. Gavin and and Pete. Jim Betancourt gets drug into it. I don't know why it strikes me so funny. So the other day, I made mention of the fact that there are people that talk shit about the show and then steal bids all yeah. the time. It makes me crazy. So uh, Dan tonight posted a picture for Jimmy Betancourt and, and Alex Betancourt, who are in Tennessee fishing. Yeah. And it's a picture of Jim, Dan, and Gavin, and Gavin's cut out. So Gavin says, hey, get a new bit. Jeff said, knock it off. And he said, I'm doing it for, Dan writes back, I'm doing it for Jim. Get lost, dork. <laughs> I had to explain to those guys. I said, to clarify, if you're part of the family, the bit's wide open for everybody. We're, we're yeah. happy to share it. It makes me laugh. It's for the people that talk shit where I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck you. But anybody else, you're just family. You guys are good to go. And then I reminded everybody it's only 
five weeks until Kenyatta starts telling us how great he's doing in his other league. And Kenyatta's like, uh, what? Uh, but, yes, Dan has been a huge help for us financially. And I think, Dave, the other part of that is you just need somebody who's just a guy. Yeah. Right? He's just a guy. But he's the guy that can help you. And it's funny. Uh, next week, I have to take a bunch of people to dinner. I have to take a bunch of clients to dinner. And I'm pretty sure the tab's going to run about twelve to 1300 bucks, Right? Yeah. So I go up today, talk to my finance department. I said, hey, I'm just giving you a heads up. Like, I'm taking these guys to dinner. It's probably here. And they were very nice and said, okay, you got a credit card? You can put that on? You okay? I said, yeah, man. Borrow smart, repay smart. Because, yes, it's for... Oh, I'll give you another example, yeah. too. Um, my kids and their mom, I was telling you, they had their condo tented. Yeah. And... Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to somebody who did something really nice. So they get their condo tented and they had to go. So they had to go up to North County, stay with friends. Well, we have a a gentleman who's lived upstairs from us. He got divorced and uh, he had to take his two cats and go. And divorce retired military. Great guy. And he went um, to a hotel and there was an issue at the hotel, but then there was an issue, some other issues and, and, it basically got locked up and the board just needed, you know, a hand. Yeah. I was helping to happy to help out. We got it done and we got them into a hotel, the whole thing. But again, it's one of those times where you go borrow smart, repay smart. You have your credit, you pay your bills. And when somebody who's very close to your family for 24 hours needs a hand, you're able to help them out. And it's those kind of things. Uh, that mean a lot. So, yeah, that's why we speak so highly of Dan. But I, I wanted to say this. Um, I don't know if you ever have friends or family that come to town, but I I had a book a room at the Motel 6 in El Cajon, right off of Magnolia. And there's a woman that works there named Kim. Dave, I swear to God, she was so great yesterday helping me out. I just wanted to say thank you to her. Very, very cool to get things squared away. So it was great. And uh, thanks to Dan Williams as well. Oh, she's uh, that. Well, Dan and Dan is great. Absolutely outstanding. You know, it was funny. We were talking about different credit cards. You know, you and mm-hmm. I talk about, I was bragging about my jet blue card, yeah. you know, cause I, I'll, I'll put a ton of money on this jet blue card and so I can fly anywhere for years on this card. Well, I was looking at a trip to go see uh, Josh in November. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna go see Josh. Got a new house. I want to check it out. The whole deal. And, um, JetBlue, okay. Yeah. My flight would be either from here to Boston or here to Washington D.C. Okay. Back to Nashville. It's a twelve-hour flight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My my (laughs) stayovers. I say to Rita this morning, I go, "Fuck that! I'm just going to go Southwest. I can fly for like three hundred bucks and be there in less than four hours. I'm going to Nashville through Southwest." Yeah. The fuck you are. (laughs) You had to get that JetBlue card. You're going to Boston. I go, I'm not sitting in fucking that airport in Boston for like nine hours. Are you out of your mind? And I said, how long does it take to get to Europe? Like, what what the hell am I doing going to D.C. or Boston? You're out of your fucking mind. There's no way in hell I'm doing that. So, uh, but it cracked me up. So, uh, literally, that was a conversation this morning. Travel right now is crazy. It is crazy. Uh, But there's no way in hell I'm sitting there pulling that move. I will be buying a new flight through Southwest before I do that shit. Well, Southwest, I had to send somebody to Indianapolis in two weeks for Gen Con. Yeah. A thousand bucks. 
to go from San Diego to Indianapolis. Thousand bucks. And I'm going to Atlantic City on Monday. Usually when I travel, like I'll go to Toronto or Montreal, anywhere, Chicago a lot. I go to Toronto, it's from here to Chicago, a couple hour layover at O'Hare, where uh, Scrappy Heap was the other yeah. day. And it's O'Hare, I don't even think it's an hour and a half from Chicago up to Toronto. To get to Atlantic City on Monday, I fly from here to Chicago, Chicago to Philly, and then from Philadelphia, we have to take a bus yeah. to Atlantic City. It's like a 12-hour travel day. Now, coming home a week from Monday. In the United States, 12 yes. hours. It's insane. Coming home, I just take the bus to Atlanta, uh, from Atlantic City to Philadelphia, and then it's just it's nonstop from Philly home, so that's fine. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, to get there, like, it's, I don't know, some of these little, I, I don't know, I've never been there. But I would have thought you could just fly and, you know, fly direct to Philadelphia and do whatever. No, we got to go. But there's like nine of us on this flight, so it'll be fun. But it's San Diego, Chicago, yeah. two-hour layover, Chicago to Philadelphia, and then an hour-long bus from Philadelphia to Atlantic City. All right, let me ask you this. Have you ever fly? I didn't even know you could. Have you ever taken a, a big plane flown into Long Beach? Never been in. Uh, I didn't even no. know you could. I thought the only airports you could fly into in that area were either uh, John, Wayne. John Wayne or LAX. Ontario. Yeah, Ontario. My sister said to me, she goes, hey, we're flying in in October. I think we're flying into Long Beach. I'm like, what? Yeah. Isn't that funny? I didn't even know you could possibly do that. Anyway, I didn't know. I was like, I'm going to ask Jeff. He's done. He, Jeff travels a lot. Yeah. Just curious to know. No. I, oh, my God. Luckily, uh, most of the time now, work trips, so I'm able to just book it through our, our travel group, and they're great. But I was like, I asked him. I was like, I had to book a kid a trip on my team. To Indianapolis, and it was thousand bucks. I was like, "Is that right?" They're like, "Yeah." <laughs> like, God damn. When you take these guys out to dinner, what? How's what's the alcohol rule? Ah, uh, that's funny. We talked about that today. Um, I'm pretty mellow. Like these. Well, guys, I know you're mellow. What? What the guys you're buying dinner for? I, I mean, is do you have to, if they start ordering drinks, you have to act like it doesn't hurt. You just gonna say, "Hey, what you, the fuck?" Yeah, I'm not doing like. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. We're okay. Cool. They're great. Got They're, it. It'll be. The re I asked that question because last week I, did, I took a group of people out to dinner. Yeah. And um, they're all there before me. I got there about five minutes late and everybody kind of ordered drinks and Diet Cokes and, yeah. you know, iced teas. And then the waitress says, are we going individual checks or is it one check? And I said, I got it for everybody. All of a sudden, people couldn't stop ordering drinks. Oh, Jesus. And, yeah. I, and I was like. In my head, I'm like, you motherfuckers, you know, yeah. like you guys, not one guy had a beer or anything else in front of them, but all of a sudden everybody had to have somewhere between three and six because oh, yeah, I was no. paying. No, this group's good. These are all guys I yeah. with all the time. So they're, <laughs> they're going to hear this show going, I'm no. like, yeah, you're damn right. I think it was a bullshit <laughs> move. Anyone who heard this, yeah. you guys were out to dinner with me last week. It's a bullshit move. Oh yeah. Those guys. The second sure. I say I'm paying, everybody needs six beers. Okay. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Um, uh, but yeah, no, my group's cool. Yeah, okay. I was just curious to know what... Uh, how Here's the, how what I think, up. though. What I'm going to try to do is... So I fly Monday. Tuesday's our setup day. Yeah. But there's a, like four of us, because Wednesday's a pretty mellow morning. Yeah. The show starts... I'm going for the National. Anybody who remembers the sports collectible show? So fun. I think, Dave, we're going to try to figure out... I don't know if we cab it, Uber it, train it, whatever. But it's Braves and Phillies Tuesday oh, night. Oh, dude, how great would that be? You got to yeah. go. We're gonna try to figure it out. I just don't. We cool. don't. None of us have anything. Like I have something Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, but Saturday I couldn't get out there. Um, you never been to the ballpark. You gotta go. 
that's what we're going to try to do. Okay. So yeah, we're going to try to we're going to try to get out there and check it out. Good so, deal. Yeah, plus seeing the Braves and Phillies would be great. Yeah, right? absolutely. That's cool. Also, uh, rumors we talked about trades. So Tani might be on that goddamn team, right? Wow. You might see a trade of uh, Tani going to the Braves. Who yeah. knows? Hey, Brian Curry, want to mention too, as far as getting houses. Houses right now, of course, are always a big talk in San Diego. What is the medium price for a house in San Diego? We've seen it go way up. It's starting to drop a little bit. Also, how far will it drop? Person you need to talk to with all your questions regarding real estate. It's Brian Curry, more than 25 years. San Diego County is what he specializes in. Again, Brian's your guy. We talked to Brian all the time i use brian 619-251-1588 the best realtor in all of san diego 619-251-1588 yeah no matter where you want to go uh brian will work with you to find that perfect house and it was great i I was just talking uh to a friend yesterday uh has a beautiful house where my kids were staying up in oceanside and you go out and the backyard and the barbecue and the pool and the whole thing, right? So we went up there and we're grilling. And anybody who's a homeowner, you can understand this. I was saying, man, this is incredible back here. She said, yeah, but it's always something, right? Like yeah. she's got a beautiful grill, but now you fire up the grill and all of a sudden there's flame coming out from along the side, along the tile. She's like, yeah, that probably shouldn't be happening right there. I'm like, yeah, that would be my guess. And then she said, Dave, you may get this too. She goes, we get the message from the HOA. You got to get the palm trees trimmed. She goes, all of a sudden, the light in the pool doesn't work. You know, she goes, it's just something after something after something. We're kind of just sitting there looking all around. I go, yeah, but it's yours, right? She goes, yeah. She goes, that's the thing. She goes, every time I come back here, like my kids are up there a lot with their mom. They stay there. But she goes, yeah, it's, it's, she goes, I've watched your kids grow up here. I've watched my own kids grow up here. And she goes, yeah, it's the best. It's that feeling of, coming out here and just remembering nights like tonight and every other night. And that's the thing all of you should have the benefit of, of experiencing is the celebration of being in the backyard of your perfect house. And when you have that, uh, it's pretty good living. Let Brian Curry help you find it. By the way, exciting time. Probably the best team in East County is going to be the Poway Titans this year. Yeah. I know Jimmy Hughes is excited. I'm sure I'll get a text at, 4.30 in the morning again from John Conniff. But, I, Dave, we got to go see Dylan play this year, right? Yeah, I, I'm in. I, I love high school football. I uh, love all football. I'm in, I love high school football. Now, I'm just going to put know. this out right now. Coach Rowley at Helix has already told me that if I go out for the uh, Helix games, Coach Rowley, Raider fan and freshman coach, but part of the varsity staff, he said, Jeff, every game you're at, you're my guest down the sideline. Don't worry about sitting up there. You come hang out. I know you want to be down here. I got you covered. You just come see me. I got you covered. Dave, I feel like we should be owed that same privilege for Poway. For all we've <laughs> yes. done for that community. You aren't kidding. The support that we've shown. How many? We did a charity event, Poway Bowl, the night before you oh, got that's fired. Right. That's right. That's right. Remember that? That's true. We, we beat a- Poway's ass in baseball this year, and we sucked. Well, that's not going to help me get a <laughs> sideline pass. <laughs> I'm not going to help me get a sideline pass. I'm telling you, you owe me. I don't know what to tell you. You know, you take you your beating. show up. But I'll go, and I want to be on that sideline. So, hey, Titans Nation, make it happen. 
There you go. Titans Nation. Make it happen is right. Taylor May Pools, Alan Taylor, man. Ask about available financing because right now I guarantee you've been thinking about that pool. If you think the weather is nice now and it's been hot this week, I tell you what, think what's going to happen in September. September is extremely warm. You're going to wish you had that pool even more. Why sit there and let another year pass? Why don't you get on the calendar right now? You call Alan Taylor, 619-449-4452. Get that pool that you've always talked about, 619-449-4452. Just say it again. Watch this play by Trey Turner while I'm telling people about Taylor May pools. <laughs> we didn't need this guy in San Diego. I, I swear to God, Preller should just be fired for being such a dumb fuck for trading this guy. And whoever talked him into, uh, I think it was Welke said that he wasn't going to, yeah, right? Yeah, wouldn't do anything. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking guys. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the White Sox traded to T, so I guess he, I guess it works out. But That's funny. Trey Turner was interviewed about that. You saw that? Talking no. about it. He goes, well, if they would have kept me, he goes, maybe they would have never got to T. So things work out weird. You know? Dude. He's fun to watch as, as, a, as a guy that watches this Dodger team all the time. I'm kind of just enjoying it while he's here because I fully don't expect him what to come back. What cracks me up on that play as he's sliding? Look how steady yeah. he keeps his head the whole time. He's the fastest guy in baseball. They uh, say it's not even close. We mentioned tailor-made pools, and I'll say this. I was just saying, with my family, they were staying in Oceanside. They were there Monday night. Yeah. Uh, they got up there Monday night. So they were there Monday night, Tuesday, Wednesday, came home this morning. I talked to my sons this afternoon. I go, how you doing? And I missed that pool. And I said, you got a pool. They go like, no, the complex has a pool. Lorraine has a pool. <laughs> and I get it. I get yeah. it because... Uh, I wasn't there Monday, but Tuesday and Wednesday being there and just being in the backyard and my kids were in that pool. Oh yeah. Eight hours. Their yeah. mom was in the pool all day. Lorraine, yeah. their friends That's in great. the pool all day and just hanging out. You and know then, what it's like, man. You're right. in that pool. You only get out cause you're starving cause you got to yeah. eat. And there's nothing like you have the biggest appetite after being yeah. in the pool. And then you jump right back in that fucking pool. And especially at night yeah. too. Right. Yeah. And it's that thing that we look at. I mean, I just saw, I don't know if we saw this story. We'll get into it in a couple of minutes. But, man, there's just, all of a sudden, you can have a pretty mellow day, and then you see something that just kind of bums you out. And you find out that people are just out and about in San Diego, and all of a sudden, a, a normal day becomes a bad day for these families. I don't know. feels like if you had a tailor-made pool in your backyard where you could just hang out, your family's there, you know where everybody is really cuts down on the chances of, of having bad news. Just feels like every day. But for three days, just hanging out, barbecuing, family time, as everybody gets ready to go back to school. And a tailor-made pool can be for you. And that's the other great thing is they all look great. So have Dan Williams set up your finances. Let Brian Curry find the perfect house for you with the perfect yard. And then let Alan Taylor build that perfect pool. I'm telling you, it's the trifecta for a reason. Absolutely. Kyle Flugers, you want to talk to when it comes to websites. Again, this is what he does. He's great at it. If you have a website that's not working the way it should, or guess what, you want to see if it could work better, call Kyle Fluger. It's not going to cost you anything. 619-500-6621. Get an opinion right there from Kyle on what he can do to possibly help you out. 619-500-6621. I've uh, put an invitation out tonight. I think we're going to kick uh, Pete and Billy out of the football league. We are? Well, we didn't want to, but we were a little worried about Flugs. Yeah. Got a little off track, so we're getting Tommy Fam in the league, Dave. <laughs> Flugs, you act up. You're going to get the old-fashioned Dr. D head slap. Think that's fake? Huh? Think that's fake? Uh, yeah, website, man. Got to have the websites that work. 
And because e-commerce, we're spoiled by it. We've all learned it over the last couple of years. Now we rely on it. And I think that's what most of us are using the website for is to generate income. And if your numbers are changing a little bit, because maybe the numbers aren't quite as high as they were in yeah. 20 or 21, give Kyle a call and see if he and his team could take a look and maybe get those numbers back where you want them to be. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're just going to go a different uh, star for the days that we were gone. Okay. We're going July 19th. We're going John Jones. Oh, Bones Jones. Boy, that's a good one. I, I should know this one. I'm going to say 30. Uh, let's see. God, it's been. That's crazy. It's been 10 years since I was at clinch gear so i'm gonna say he's 36 34 okay nice money wise see this is funny this will be an interesting it's always surprising to me well because there's always been a discussion as to how realistic the numbers are that are released by the ufc because if they release the real numbers then it's a trickle down effect yep so they may Again, it's just speculation, but they may not show exactly how much guys are making. Now, he made pay-per-view money, but they may show guys making a lot less than they make. For for John Jones, I'm going to say he's at $30 million. It says $3 million. Yeah, see, that's ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah. not right. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense. No. It, it's When you're a private entity, you're allowed to put the numbers any way you want. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it could be right, but he made all that pay-per-view money. Yeah, it doesn't seem right to me. Lives in Albuquerque. Yeah. I'm going to guess a little higher. July 20th, we're going Giselle Bunchen. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I just saw Tom Brady wish her happy birthday. 45? 42. Fuck, Dave. 700 million? It says 400 million. Now, I've heard it's closer to 700 million. Yeah. That she has more than Brady. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy money, isn't it? Crazy, man. Crazy. All right, last one on here. We were uh, we were doing a show when we found out he passed away. July 21st, we're going Robin Williams. Ah, oh, dude. That's a good one, too. Um, That's one of those you and I will never forget where we were. Yeah. I'm going to say he would have been 77. 71. Who were we working with that day? Kevin Boyle. Kevin Boyle, that was it. Kevin uh, Boyle had a tough time with it. We're right. like trying to do a three-hour show, and Kevin Boyle's like just crying in front of us the whole time. Because of me. <laughs> I made him cry. Uh, I'm going to say $200 million. <laughs> This is $100 million. $100 million. Yeah. I think there's so many things involved with not just that Robin Williams passed. What the fuck do you say to him? Yeah. We're at, we're, I know I saw that. We're at Charger Park, Yeah, and it was... Robin Williams passed. I swear to God, he said something about a cat. Or he said something about a cat. And then he starts bawling, dude, for no, like three hours. it was about hours. suicide. Was it, it suicide? Was, yeah, it was oh, about suicide. Christ. And it was suicide and depression. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, you'd have I'm to like, actually have a soul. I'm like, it's called a show. Not today. All right, here yeah. we go. Five random questions for you. Okay. Would you rather be the Home Run Derby champ or the All-Star Game MVP? Oh, Home Run Derby champ. <laughs> I think you're right. Give the shit about being an all-star game MVP. Loser, dork. Uh, and you know, RBI double in the fourth. Oh, is that right? I bet that was exciting. Hey, you know what? By the way, how about your guy Clayton Kershaw gives his little kid a hug? Did you see this? I saw it. That's it? Can't can't give the kid a signed hat or a glove or a ball or anything? Well, maybe he didn't have a pin. Man, what do you on. want him to do? I'm telling oh, you. Oh, he did have a pin. There's a pin right there on the table. Yeah, Joe Musgrove would have done something so right for so? him. You think so? Yeah, here, take the jersey. Take the jersey, like Mean Joe Green? Yes, it would have been incredible. Whatever. What? <laughs> it was a touch of the it. moment. 
It was. A, Did he tear to, up? To everybody but Clayton. All right, well, I'm going to go watch the game. Okay, sorry. I wish my grandfather was here to watch the game. Sorry, the Dodgers suck, dude. Dude, you give me a goddamn break. What's wrong with you? Yeah, get a new hat, dirty. It keeps winning. It's called a good luck hat. Joe Musgrove, if that happens to Joe Musgrove, he he's like, dude, come here. Take this jersey, right? Did you see the clip? People show it all the time. Of I think it's Pujols yeah. in Toronto when he comes over and he's playing for the Angels and there's this kid that has a Pujols yeah, yeah, sign yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just, it's the glove, it's the yeah. jersey, it's the hat, it's the whole yeah. thing. Dude, it's great. This kid's so moved by it. That's what anybody would have done on any other team. Exactly. The Giants, Brandon Crawford would have been like, this is amazing. I don't know. Are you going to say anything about Machado not hustling during the All-Star game? You're uh, just going to act like that didn't happen. Uh, that it should have been 3-3, but Machado fucking sure. can't run. Manny would have hooked him up. Manny couldn't even run out of the goddamn dugout. Clayton, All his friends ran out of the dugout when their name was introduced. Clayton's probably like, sorry, this is going on uh, for the... The Dodgers auctions. Wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink. Here we go. Would you rather be too busy or too bored? Oh, dude, I can't stand being bored. Dude, I'm with you. I'd rather just yeah. be busy as Bu- fuck. Busy is great. Yeah, it makes the day go by fast. Dude, bored is so terrible. Days. Eight o'clock. I'm living it right now. Eight o'clock becomes one o'clock really quick. Would you rather be on a survival game show or a dating game show? <laughs> oh, that's great. That is great. I'd be terrible on either one. Uh, remember, uh, no way I could live on Survivor. Yeah, me like My buddy, our guy, Jimmy Hughes, wants to go on Survivor. Oh, fuck that. Dude, fuck no that. No way. You know how bad you'd smell, Jimmy? Dude, when you look and they're all scabbed up yeah. and it's all the bug bites and everything, and that's like day two. And like, what's that one where they put them out in the jungle and it's like, they're just, they got a stick? <laughs> like, why would you do that? Um, but the, we had... I heard Roger Lodge the other day, and we had my buddy Joel Rotz was a producer for Blind Date yep. way back in the day, and they came down and filmed a segment on our show. Yeah, That looked miserable. <laughs> that whole thing looked miserable. What about dating game? No. I, I don't want any part. What if you of were the person who got to talk to the three girls? Hosted? No, no, no. You were on that side of the wall. Just you. You weren't complete, uh, competing with three people. But two other people. Yeah, no. Terrible. Which, would you do either one of those? I would do the dating game before I did the survivor game. No way. Dude, I'm a clean yeah. freak. No way. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah. would, I wouldn't be okay. No way. Would, yeah. you, would you rather be an Olympic gold medalist or a Nobel Peace Prize winner? Oh, Olympic gold medalist. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, these are all very shallow. These are all very shallow answers which fit me perfectly. <laughs> I don't even care what it was. David could be... Speed skater. That'd be badass. Be like Eric Hyden to these giant thighs. With that arm swinging? Yeah. <laughs> Some big front. long blades. Yeah. Shh. 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 Here he comes. Ding, 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 ding. Shh. 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 Yeah. Take out the Czechoslovakian. <laughs> Dude, you'd probably get a, uh, you know what though, Dave? I got to tell you this. I hate to say it. Yeah. I don't think you'd get it in anything cool. You'd probably get it in the steeplechase. <laughs> well, nobody would remember. Do you want to see my gold medal? Me and Misty the <laughs> Leaping Pony. Fuck off. <laughs> you and who? <laughs> okay, if you could choose, what would you get it in? Oh, that's good. Uh, that's jujitsu. <laughs> Greek Roman wrestling. Oh. Uh, javelin. 
Dave, you want to be the decathlon, right? Decathlon would be awesome, wouldn't it? It would be great to be known as the fastest man in the world, though. Dude, I'll tell you what. Okay, I'm going to give you two. Would you want it for the decathlon or would you want it for alpine skiing? Decathlon. Dude, those guys, when they're going like 120, it's just shh, 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 shh. And you get through, he's way ahead. (laughs) Oh, he almost lost a blade. Bobby Addy. Who do we got calling it? If you did Horton, that's that's right up Horton's alley. That's what he should be doing. He should be. He should be calling Alpine. Oh, Ed Malloy. (laughs) I watched that the other day. Um, Yeah. Because, listen, that's the other thing. Who do you have announcing the gold? You got Bobby Addy in the the heyday. Yeah. You had Bobby Addy and Frank Gifford. Couple of coxmen, if there ever were. Or on track and field, you got Jim McKay and Dwight Stones. Yeah. I think uh, uh, Franz Klammer. <laughs> was it Bill Johnson? Yeah, Bill Johnson. Remember those guys? Yeah. That's funny as That's fuck. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right, last question on here. Okay. Would you rather have a desk job or an outdoor job? Well, funny. I probably would have said an outdoor job. Why would you say that? Well, then I went outside today. And there were a bunch of guys working outside, and it felt like it was about 90 degrees. <laughs> and the one complaint about my office that I get from everybody is that it's too goddamn cold in yeah. my office. But yeah. I said it like the Letterman studio. Yeah. Because it keeps... So we've always keep, done it. Yeah. Keeps you alert. Keep it dark. Right? The yeah. lights are always off. And it's there. Plus, nobody comes in to bug you. It's too cold. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll take that desk job. Yeah, me too. Right? Oh, I'm not working outside. Yeah, I'm with you. Absolutely. All right, are we trying to get a show in on Sunday? Yeah, we'll see you here Sunday night. Like I said, if you're out of Comic-Con, swing by the Upper Deck booth, say hello. Um, and then, uh, if nothing else, we'll be here Sunday night, and that'll be the last show for about 10 days, and then we'll get back on track. Good deal. All right, everybody.
better go away A five-cent video game put a smile on my face Last stop sign was paralyzed, but I ran it anyway Soundproof fence and a handyman cussing on TV What Californian cuts their own Christmas tree Boy, you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door I laughed so hard 